state of mankind. How much do you know? Excerpts from How the Specter of Communism is Ruling Our World. 124. One of the United Nations' objectives is to improve human rights and promote freedom. This is a universal principle. But the CCP, together with other corrupt regimes, denies the universality of human rights. Instead, it says human rights are internal affairs, so the CCP can cover up its track record of persecution and abuses in China. It even praises itself for extending the right to subsistence to the Chinese people. The CCP has also used the United Nations platform to attack the democratic values of the West, relying on its alliance with developing nations to subvert the efforts of free nations to promote universal values. Due to the manipulation of communist factors, the UN has not only done little to improve human rights, but has also often become a tool used by communist regimes to whitewash their poor human rights records. Many scholars have documented how the United Nations has betrayed its own ideals. For example, the United Nations was born amid the shadow of the Holocaust, but now the United Nations does nothing in the face of mass killings. The original purpose of the United Nations was to fight aggressors and protect human rights. Moral judgment was taken as a necessary premise of action to this end, yet the current United Nations rejects making moral judgments. Dore Gold former Israeli ambassador to the United Nations and author of Tower of Babel, How the United Nations Has Fueled Global Chaos, asserted, the UN is not a benign but ineffective world body. It has actually accelerated and spread global chaos. Gold provided numerous points of evidence to demonstrate this, including the UN's value neutrality, the immorality of moral equivalence and moral relativism, general corruption, countries with poor human rights records serving as heads of the Human Rights Commission, undemocratic countries having the majority of votes, and communist regimes exerting control. He said that the United Nations is an abject failure and dominated by anti-Western forces, dictatorships, state sponsors of terrorism, and America's worst enemies, thus betraying the noble ideals of the UN's founders. The United Nations Human Rights Commission has adopted the policy of majority vote. Yet countries with poor human rights records are able to become member states and even heads of the Human Rights Council rendering human rights reviews meaningless. Furthermore, the CCP has bought off many developing countries, causing the criticism of the CCP's human rights policies, initiated by the United States through the United Nations, to be repeatedly shelved. The United Nations tyranny of the majority has allowed it to become a tool for communist forces to oppose free nations on many issues. This has led the United States to withdraw from the Human Rights Council several times. The West wants to promote freedom and human rights but has been repeatedly blocked by communist countries. The Human Rights Council has been hijacked by thugs, and the so-called international conventions adopted have done nothing to bind totalitarian countries. These countries simply mouth the slogans but don't implement them. It is thus not difficult to understand that the Charter of the United Nations is very similar to the Soviet Constitution, as well as in direct opposition to the U.S. Constitution. Its purpose is not to protect the rights of people, but to serve the needs of rulers. For example, some provisions of the Soviet Constitution included wording such as within the scope of the law, after enumerating the rights of citizens. On the surface, the Soviet Constitution gave the citizens some rights, but in fact, many specific laws were stipulated as within the scope of the law, which allowed the Soviet government to arbitrarily deprive citizens of their rights according to its interpretations of within the scope of the law. This is also the way the United Nations Charter and various contracts and conventions define people's rights. For example, in the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, 
Statements like everyone has the right are attached to provisions such as the above-mentioned rights shall not be subject to any restrictions except those which are provided by law. This is not just an arbitrary or coincidental choice of blueprint, but a backdoor that communism purposefully established. The problem is, if politicians deem it necessary, every right in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights can be legally stripped from citizens. What better excuse could any tyrant hope for? Asks Edward Griffin. Most wars and national crimes are committed in the name of one of these provisions. It is difficult for free countries to arbitrarily deprive citizens of their freedom, yet communist regimes can openly take advantage of loopholes in the Declaration of Human Rights. From Chapter 17, Globalization, Communism at its Core